Hello everyone, I'm Aratra Kabhomek and I welcome you all to another episode of Courts Today on Live Law where we update you about all the important legal developments that took place across the country today. We will begin with developments from the Supreme Court and then cover High Courts and other lower courts. If you like our content, please do not forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The Supreme Court today transferred all present and future FIRs registered against former BJP spokesperson Nupur Sharma in different parts of the country over her remarks on Prophet Muhammad to the Delhi police. The order will also extend to any FIR or complaint which may be registered against Sharma in the future with respect to the comments made on the television debate aired by Times Now on May 26th. The court also granted Sharma liberty to approach the Delhi High Court for seeking the relief of quashing of the FIRs opining that a part of the cause of action had arisen in Delhi. Pertinently, the bench of Justices Surya Kant and J.B. Pardewala also turned down a proposal by the state of West Bengal through senior advocate Manika Guruswami for a joint special investigation team to investigate the matter under the supervision of the court. The Supreme Court today set aside the order passed by the Central Administrative Tribunal Principal Bench at New Delhi in September 2020, which held advocate Mahmood Pracha guilty of contempt of court for intemperate behaviour on the ground that no trial was conducted by the CAT. The CAT had convicted Pracha for contempt of court but had let him off with a warning. It had also directed the order must be forwarded to the Bar Council of India and the Delhi State Bar Council for disciplinary action. Allowing the appeal filed by Pracha against the CAT order, a bench comprising Justices K.M. Joseph and Rishikesh Roy held that the tribunal ought to have held trial when there was a denial of charge even if contempt was committed on the face of it. Whether an accused added under Section 319 of the CRPC can seek discharge under Section 227 of the CRPC. The Supreme Court has agreed to examine this issue raised in a special leave petition. Appearing for the petition in a special leave petition, senior advocate S. Nagamothu had contended that this issue was answered in the negative in the case of Jogendra Yadav versus State of Bihar and that the view is not a correct view in law. Accordingly, the bench comprising Justices B.R. Gawai and P.S. Narasimha observed that it would be appropriate to examine the correctness of the proposition. The Supreme Court has granted bail on medical grounds to 84-year-old P. Varavara Rao who has been booked under the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act in the Bhima Koragao case for alleged links with banned Maoist organization. A bench comprising Justices Yuyu Lalit, Anirudha Bose and Sudhashtan Dhulia passed the order in the special leave petition filed by Rao challenging the Bombay High Court's refusal to grant him permanent bail on medical grounds. The bench clarified that the bail has been granted solely on medical grounds and shall not be taken as a reflection on the merits of the matter. The bench also took into account Rao's age, his medical conditions and also the two and a half period of actual custody spent by him. Chief Justice of India N. V. Ramana today said that he will not allow senior advocates to mention matters for urgent listing and said that it is better than mentionings are made by advocates on record instead. No question of allowing seniors to mention, Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana said today. The remarks came when a junior advocate sought the CGI's permission to allow senior advocate A.M. Singhvi, who was appearing virtually, to mention. Expressing his disinclination to allow the senior counsel, the CGI said, and I quote, 
it's better to not allow seniors to mention i want to end the senior business sorry mr singhvi i don't entertain seniors when senior advocate kapil sibal made an attempt to mention the cji also said and i quote mr sibal it applies to you also please ask your aor to mention a student has moved the calcutta high court against the registration of an fir under section 295a of the ipc over a facebook post made by him containing a portrait depicting an intimate scene between lord krishna and radha influenced by geet govinda an epic love poem of jayadeva taking into account the facts of the case the court prima facie noted that the criminal complaint in the case did not disclose a cognizable offence and that the registration of the fir against the petitioner over the fb post curtailed the right to freedom of speech under article 19 clause 1 sub clause g of the constitution of india and accordingly it stayed the probe in the matter the city civil court in mumbai recently declared an indian couple based in australia as the genetic and biological parents of their son born out of surrogacy enabling them to travel to australia along with the child the couple claimed that the surrogate mother was not cooperating with them despite the existence of an agreement and there were several other impediments and requirements of the embassy of australia in the absence of a specific law for the parents to seek such a relief the court relied on guidelines which state that the surrogate mother is not considered to be the legal mother the court also relied on the indian council of medical research and national academy of medical sciences and law commission The Delhi High Court has sought the stand of the central government on the aspect of financial aid for treatment of children with rare diseases and whether it can cover expenses that will be incurred in the second and third phase of clinical trials of the experimental drug Duchenne muscular dystrophy and the treatment of children enrolled in the trials. Justice Yashwant Verma was hearing a clutch of petitions concerning children suffering from rare diseases like DMD, Hunter syndrome, etc. the police sought directions to provide them free of cost treatment owing to the reason that the medical treatment involved was very expensive the kerala high court today dismissed the plea moved by sarita s nayar the prime accused in the infamous solar panel scam seeking a direction to provide her with copies of the section 164 statement given by swapna suresh and accused in the diplomatic gold smuggling case Sarita Nair is accused of having duped several influential people to the tune of 70 lakhs by offering to make them business partners or by offering to install solar power units for them and receiving advance payments for the same. In a partial relief to superstar Rajnikanth's wife Lata Rajnikanth, the Karnataka High Court has quashed charges of cheating, giving false statement and using evidence known to be false. leveled against her in a private complaint filed by a chennai based advertising company justice m nagaprasanna quashed the magistrate's order to the extent of taking cognizance of a final report filed against her under sections 196 199 and 420 of the ipc it is alleged that lata filed a suit before a civil court in bangalore on the basis of a forged document and obtained an order of injunction restraining media houses from reporting a criminal complaint lodged against her the kerala high court has denied anticipatory bail to the husband of a young vlogger rifa menas who was found dead in her house in dubai earlier this year under mysterious circumstances justice kurian thomas dismissed the application for pre arrest bail finding 
that the custodial interrogation of the petitioner was essential to elicit the truth surrounding his wife's death. The petitioner and the deceased were popular vloggers residing in the United Arab Emirates after their marriage in 2015. The Bombay High Court today granted anticipatory bail to BJP leader Kirit Somaya and his son Neil in a case alleging swindling of funds that were collected to save worship INS Vikrant. Justice Bharati Dangre made absolute an earlier interim order granting them relief after the Mumbai police represented by senior counsel Shirish Gupte submitted that no proof was found to substantiate allegations alleging swindling of nearly rupees 57 crores. The Karnataka High Court today directed the unique identification authority of India to give access to the National Investigation Agency to the documents submitted by 12 alleged Bangladeshi nationals to obtain the Aadhaar cards so as to verify their genuineness. Justice Krishna S. Dikshar allowed the petition filed by the NIA. The NIA had approached the High Court challenging the notice dated April 22, 2021 issued by UIDAI whereby the information sought for in respect of private respondents was denied citing bar under Section 33 of the Aadhaar Act of 2016. Thank you. Keep watching Courts Today on Live Law for more such updates.